Welcome to the Step Up Your Business podcast. This is a weekly show brought to you by the Business Advisory Center Durham. In these episodes, we'll talk about everything to do with business, how to get started, how to grow your business, you'd meet some of our clients that we work with, and upcoming events that are going on in our region. We'd love you to join us every week and hopefully take away something that you can implement into your business. Even though we are in the Durham region, a lot of the business advice and information is applicable to all businesses. Thank you and stay tuned. Hello, hello, it's Teresa Shaver from the Business Advisory Center Durham and today I'm super excited to chat with Trisha Bowers, owner of Eat My Shortbread, about her vision for her company and a little bit more about her and the future. Please stay tuned. So, hey, Trisha, it's so nice to have you with me today. How are you? I'm really great. Really, really great to be on with you. And uh, thanks for the opportunity, Teresa. Oh, it's my pleasure. One of my favorite places to eat shortbread and crack. That seems to be, um, well, I know it's our most popular item and it's quite (laughs) addictive. It's the butter and sugar combination. It's the science behind it that just, you know, people are, um, people ask for it. People talk about it. And uh, we're actually changing the name and the packaging. To what? So we're changing it to crack. Okay. Which is C-R-A-I-C. which is actually Gaelic for good times, fun times. And I wanted to be sensitive to the opiate crisis um, that is so predominant. And about a year and a half ago, I made that decision after having some conversations with some customers um, about that and being just cognizant that that could trigger something for somebody if it's a legal crack on the package. So we are changing our packaging anyway. So we're changing the name. Uh, keeping the fun, keeping that lightheartedness about it, and keeping obviously the delicious recipe intact. Yeah, fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. So I see you're probably at your office right now, right? I am. So tell me, have you been working all through this COVID pandemic situation? I have. So March 18th, we closed our doors at the Oshawa Center, at our cafe there, and literally overnight moved everything here in terms of full operations. Now I had an existing e-commerce site and that was, it was great. It was probably maybe 10% of my sales. Um, So that was already set up for me, which was wonderful. And I, so I naturally just went to push the e-commerce and the online sales and in, um, in order to kind of give it the push it needed, I offered free shipping in March. Yeah, and it took off. It absolutely took off. It was like the best month I'd ever had with e-commerce. So that's amazing. And then How did April and May shape up for you then? April and May were exactly the same. Wow. Just, it was just, I was just pumping stuff. You know, we had a couple of holidays in there. We had Easter and we had Mother's Day. And I think people are always looking for something to celebrate and the right food to celebrate with. And especially being in lockdown and quarantine, think all of us were just like give me something like just you know I want something different I want something that feels like a treat Um, yeah I would say I've run into that because I'm quite happy to cook at home and eat at home all the time but I've just run into the like I'm sick of the rotation of the same food can I please have some change yes 
And even if it's something that, you know, you, like last night, I heard a recipe on the way home on CBC radio. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to make that. It's called LARP. And it's just like this, it's from, um, it's a Taiwanese kind of salad and lettuce Ooh. wrap you serve with rice. And I was just like, I'm totally doing that because <laughs> I'm so sick of all the stuff that we've had to make at home. I know. And I don't necessarily want to do takeout all the time, right? <coughs> I want to support local, but I also want to support my own health and my family's health. That's right. So it's a balance between the two for sure. I agree with you. So I um, have a question for you. I know... Um, so you said that your e-commerce, have you been able to replace your sales that you were making or no chance? Uh, to be honest, I felt a bit nervous about looking at all my numbers and I haven't yeah. really done that. Of course I monitor yeah. and I know where I'm at, but there's no way that I'm close to the sales that I was, I was at pre COVID. Right. Um, now recognizing some of my costs have gone down. Sure. Which is great. I unfortunately had to lay off all of my staff. So I've been working here with my kids pro bono. Um, well, they get to live at home. So I just figured, you know, they can pay me back this way. Um, so I've been doing that by myself for a long, long time. And um, so my staffing costs are down. Right. Supply costs, it varies, you know, but like everybody trying, it's you sometimes don't get everything you need. Right. Uh, but recognizing that, um, maybe once we're, we sort of have returned to a more um, steady economic situation, things will come back, I'm hoping. Will you plan to hire back your staff at that point? Oh, definitely, definitely. Actually, on July 2nd, we are opening up again at the Oshawa Center because okay. the province just gave them the go-ahead to open. Okay. So, of course, it'll take us a couple of weeks to get all the safety measures back in place. Right. Uh, we're looking forward to serving people there again. So many people have asked, and I think a lot of people miss just going out to get a coffee and a scone and kind of mindlessly walking around. <laughs> you know, I think people just want to get out. Uh, unfortunately, we won't have seating there, uh, but we still will be able to serve our customers. Right. Um, yeah, I, most of my staff will come back. That's wonderful. It's so true. I feel like being... It's not that I felt I was stuck here, but I was safe here, but also I've started to feel like there's not, like, it's just, I would like to just to return to some sort of normal something I used to do, right? And I'm sure everybody feels that way to some degree. And I think the other thing, Teresa, is people want to have something to look forward to. Yeah. I think that's for myself and my children. We've had that conversation we, you have to create that opportunity for yourself. Yes. You know, this summer, what we normally do is we rent a cottage or we go to our friend's cottage or, you know, my husband and I might be traveling on the weekends and just exploring Ontario, but we're not able to do that. And no. so we have to create our own sort of things to look forward to. So what are you going to do? Um, I am currently on a health and fitness kick right now. And so that's sort of my focus is I'm always looking for opportunities to go to different parts of Durham region and explore mm. nature trails and that kind of thing, doing other forms of cooking that I may not be used mm. to. Um, we probably will take a day trip and look, you know, we're talking Kingston area, maybe yeah. just to kind of travel around and see areas that we're not used to seeing. Right. either as a family or just the two of us but uh, awesome that'll be fun right yeah yeah and 
as you start to ramp up your business, of course, like everybody, there's just going to be so many unknowns, right? Of how that all happens. Yeah, together. it's so true. It's so true. And I want to be sensitive to that for people because not everyone is going to go to the mall. No. Right? Not everyone is going to immediately feel comfortable um, talking to me face to face. So many of my customers love the fact that at my HQ on Boundary Road, I already had a glassed in foyer. Yeah. I already had like a, a total COVID space where people okay. could come in that was disinfected. They pick up their order and it's already done and then they walk out. Okay. And I, I don't see that stopping. I see that people like that. They like the safety of that and they like the ease of it. So I'm, I'm definitely going to continue that model, at least at my head office. Right. And I, I hope that your e-commerce will continue at the level it does. And now your in-person sales picks up and then you've actually probably been able to uh, create a good news story out of this situation, right? Right. That's right. I would love to be able to bounce back and um, in a stronger yeah. Uh, in a stronger way, but just in a more um, effective way. As an entrepreneur, I'm always looking to the future, right? I'm always looking, what else can I do? Yeah. And for me personally, it's what else can I do? How can I serve? What can I help with? How can I bring this to the community? That's true. So it's not always about the profit. No. You know, but we need to make money, obviously. But it's about how can eat my shortbread be represented in the community in a really positive, uplifting way. Exactly. And I've had a couple of initiatives that have been quite successful. Yeah, tell me about them. So the first one that I did that just finished was called the Thank You, You're a Real Lifesaver stash box. And I created that at the end of March when I was thinking, you know, I was saturated by the news, of course. We all had our faces glued to our devices, wondering what was going on. And I just kept reading about all these frontline workers, whether it was retail or healthcare or whatever, having to go out and put themselves at risk every day. So I created a program where people could go onto my website and nominate someone that they felt was deserving of a box of baked treats. Very cool. So I I was inundated with... um, with nominations and some corporate donations and personal donations. And so that program ran until June 5th. But in those two months, I gave away over $20,000 worth of baked goods. Wow. That's fantastic. It was so great um, across Canada. Wow. And I also had an opportunity to, I got about $5,000 in donations to offset the cost of shipping and shipping supplies and materials but it's still, it was, it's something that I'm so proud of with Eat My Shortbread because it was such an impact. People, doctors were emailing me and people were calling and just saying, you know, I just came home from a 12 hour shift. I'm beyond tired. I'm beyond emotionally drained. And I have a box of goodies waiting for me. And some people would be like, I ate everything, <laughs> right? Or they'd be like, I won't be sleeping that night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or I put it all away, or I I hid it from my kids, or whatever. But I just thought, now that is what Eat My Shortbread is about. Right. It's Very cool. that. Yeah, the relationship. So okay. the other initiative I have, and it's just on this week, and it's just um, for the next couple of days, it's called Bakers Against Racism. Okay, wonderful. Actually, you've heard of it. I have, yeah. 
so it's actually, it's a, it's a North American international uh, initiative that's happening right now, obviously to work on um, social justice, social justice and, and being an ally during this whole racial um, uproar and all the circumstances around that. I really wanted to do something, of course, and I really wanted to take a stand with my business, indicating that we are totally inclusive with our staffing and with our customers and that um, what people can expect is that across the board in my policies and in my service and all of that stuff. So every $25 box that is purchased, $20 of that goes to Black Women in Motion, which is a um, women's sexual, um, abuse recovery physical mental health agency organization in toronto so i'm so excited about that that is exciting mm -hmm. and it's important for us to use our platforms to change right to create social justice change for everybody and and equality and equity and i think so i this think this is it this is the time like it's 2020 like this That's is still right. should not be going on so really we need to help we need the rising tide raises all boats you are right. You are right. And uh, do something to help. I was raised in in a very uh, by, raised by two amazing people that created an atmosphere of tolerance and acceptance. And, you know, it, it wasn't until I was outside my family home that I realized all of that injustice that really takes place. My eyes were opened up to that. And of course, now I can't unsee anything and I don't want to. Right, I want to do the work. My kids and I have discussions about it. I want to be able to be the ally. I want to be able to be the person that is learning, listening, engaging, and you know, just um, taking a role of right here. It's a yeah. leadership role to yeah. to help and to to bring along, right? To absolutely become partners in all of this. I think that's really big for sure. I agree. There's a lot going on, right? Now, I think COVID has changed our societies forever. And in through that time, there's been this opportunity for, to really think about what's important for businesses, what's important for you as a person, what's important for our societies and our communities, right? So you're so right. I think there's just so much opportunity from that. And it's, it's good business. It's good living. Mm -hmm. You know, we are all human beings at the end of the day and we bleed red. That's and right. it's very unfair that we are not all treated the same and that should, that should change. So yes. I'm yes. looking forward to that change happening for sure. And I really appreciate what you're doing to make that happen as an ally. Mm -hmm. um, there's so much for all of us to still do, right? Yeah, there really is. And the work doesn't, for me, the work doesn't end, you know, at the end of each initiative that I create or that I'm a part of, my social justice work will, it just won't end. My level of kindness and compassion is, is inherent in me. So I, that's not something I can turn off. If it's not this, it's gonna be that, it's gonna be something else because it, that is the, me aligning with my business yeah. and my community and my world. Um, and I've always said with Eat My Shortbread, it's about relationship. 
yeah. relationship with myself, with my customers, with my suppliers, with anyone that comes I come in contact with, because that will create the brand and the longevity of the business. It's so true. Right? I believe that. And now you have big plans for Eat My Shortbread, right? Tell us a little bit about those, if you can. Well, the initial plan was to have a piece of shortbread in the mouth of every Canadian by 2020. All right. A lot of pressure there. Um, <laughs> so when I set that goal about seven years ago, I fully um, wanted to realize that. So we're getting close, but we may have to push it forward a little bit, maybe a couple of years. Um, but I was recently accepted into a program in Calgary called District Ventures Accelerator. Very that, cool. Yes, it was very cool, very exciting. That's pre-COVID, of course. Now, looking through the lens of COVID-19, things, of course, changed. Uh, the program is kind of on hold. We've done a lot of stuff remotely um, and still, I'm still getting support. It just doesn't look like what we thought it was going to look like. Right, right. So there's some still some conversations going on there. Yeah. Lots of learnings. Um, hoping to continue working within that framework over the next year or so. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I wish you well with that for sure. It's been a, a joy always to work with you and to have you um, come through. I know you've done some work with BACD as well, but I also just wanted to share your story because you started in Durham Region you were, I think, in the not-for-profit world for a long time, or definitely in the corporate world, right? And yeah. this was a passion you had to do and build. And um, I wanted to show that businesses like yours that could have been heavily affected by COVID have also been able to find an opportunity to still do business. So, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to be able to show everybody that. So I'm going to, hopefully, if people want to connect with you, we'll have all your contact information. I uh, have a staff member's birthday coming up soon. I need to buy some more product. So I'll be doing yeah. that. And uh, otherwise, it's been wonderful to have you here today. So thanks for your time, Patricia. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure. And I really appreciate your support, of course, over the years. And I just want to say to all of my customers, um, just thank you. Yeah. You know, you, you have made a difference for me and I'm sure for a lot of other small businesses mm -hmm. that have gone through the past three months, just going, no. So I appreciate that. It's been a tough time. And we, I still don't feel like we've done near enough, right? I can't give you money and I can't give you sales, but I can be here if you need to talk. That's pretty much it, you know, and help you out. But Well, and that's a great place to start for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And I uh, look forward to chatting to you soon. Please. Thank you. Thank you for being a guest today on our podcast. This is Teresa Shaver signing off from the Business Advisory Center Durham, and we hope that you will join us next week. Take care, guys. Mm -hmm.